this mess, this horrible situation right now that has left so many people frantically calling Epcor to try to make sure that they can get some money back. Uh, we're going to get into some details here uh, on what this exactly means, but uh, it's causing chaos, I think, to say the absolute least uh, right now in, in our province. If you have a regular rate option for your electricity, the UCB had put a cap on that for Albertans, but now they're lifting that cap. So now anything that you may have saved, you're going to have to pay back starting April 1st. So this applies to about 40% of Albertans. But if you call if you call them right now, uh, then you can potentially lock in a fixed rate and not have to pay that money back. So who's left holding the bag and why was this decision made in the first place? We're going to get into that right now with our first guest, who's an assistant professor at the Department of Physics and Astronomy and the School of Public Policy. Uh, she's also uh, got a Master's of Science in Sustainable Energy Development at the University of Calgary. Dr. Sarah Hastings-Simon is joining us. Sarah, uh, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, happy to. So uh, let's just let's just kind of clarify exactly what this means. So uh, this was a cap that was put on by the UCP government to try to help Albertans get through the winter where their electricity bills would be a little bit higher. And now, if you act really quickly, uh, you might get out of having to pay the money that you had saved back. Is that is that accurate? That is, although, I mean, the, the rate, the speed at which people act, um, you know, there is still time. I, I have heard similar stories that it's really hard to reach the utilities right now. Mm-hmm. And so people also shouldn't uh, shouldn't panic. We're talking about repaying that bill, not all next month. It starts in April, but it will be repaid from April till December 2024. Um, and for next month, for April, it works out to about two and a half cents a kilowatt hour of additional charges. So can certainly understand why people are, you know, uh, <laughs> Um, want to make that change, but they, um, you know, they should also be aware it's not all going to happen next month. However, we're particularly concerned about those Albertans who are uh, not able and won't be able to make a shift because they don't have um, sufficient credit or they don't have the ability to put down a security deposit. And so they really risk to be left holding the bill for everybody um, as others are making the shift away from the regulated rate. Right. So uh, let's clarify what the different programs look like, because there's the fixed rate option and then there's the the regulated, regulated rate option, also known as an RRO. And I've seen different conversations online, some people saying that they're on it by choice, others, as you're sort of alluding to, are there because they need those savings for their households. So what are the different programs and and why would people be drawn to, to one over the other? Sure. So the RRO, or the regulated rate, is the default rate for electricity. So if you sign up for service, okay. if you're a local provider and you never enter you know, into a contract with a competitive retailer, then you're on the RRO. And the number of people on that has fallen over the years, and it actually um, started to fall again you know, more quickly over the last, um, you know, in 2022, when those uh, um, competitive retailers were offering more attractive rates. And many of their uh, compet- the competitive retailers are offering fixed rates. So you lock in at a certain price. Mm -hmm. Um, They are typically um, flexible contracts in that you can actually get out of them. So you're not locking in. It's not like a cell phone contract where you're locked in for two years, but you do have that guaranteed price for that period, you know, be it a year, two or three years, you can leave. 
Um, and those prices were much lower than the regulated rate option. And so we saw a lot of people moving over and, and entering into those contracts. Um, but as I mentioned, there's a, a group of Albertans that aren't able to access those rates. And so, you know, one of the concerns that myself and my co-author, uh, Dr. Schaefer, have um, around the way that this has been dealt with and what will happen going forward is those that, you know, don't have the option to make the change. They they can't access these rates that may be lower and that may provide more certainty because they're fixed. Um, but now, moreover, you know, they risk really being left holding the bill um, for that cap that, you know, benefited a broader group. Okay, so there's a couple things that I want to then clarify. So you're saying that some people might not be able to move over from the RRO to a different competitor because they might have maybe, um, they might have poor credit and that might limit them from being able to access those services. Is that kind of who the customer we're talking about? Yeah, that's right. And so the the government provides that kind of backstop guarantee, if you want, for the regulated rates, because, you know, we all agree that electricity is, you know, a service everybody needs to have access to. Um, but they only provide it for that regulated rate. And so if a customer wants to move to a competitive rate, then, you know, they have to meet the terms of that um, of the retailer. And those typically involve some kind of credit limit uh, requirement and or uh, a security deposit. Got it. So if if everyone that is on this program or most people move from the RRO and are able to get through and contact EPCOR and make that change and get onto a fixed rate, assuming that uh, that a lot of people can, this would this I would imagine that there are large numbers of people that are trying to do this right now, which is what's causing this backup. Then, what about that? The money that's owed. I mean, if you if you simply switch to a fixed rate, you you then no longer owe that money. What happens to that? that debt or that money that should be paid back, does it just then go into the remaining pool of people that are still in that RRO program? Yeah, you're spot on. And, you know, that is the that is the problem. That's the challenge now that government is going to have to address is that because it was um, set up that that cost, that, that money that's owned would be collected back from the RRO customers, if the number of those customers goes down, um, then that whole bill ends up, at least as it's currently designed, ends up having to be collected from that smaller number of people. So it really was, you know, I think from a policy design choice, uh, you know, not not well done because basically you have created a situation where, you know, low-income Albertans and those that can least afford it are on the hook for covering that full cost. Which, um, which could look and, like what what number? Do we have any idea of what that total could look like? Yeah, so the total price cap uh, for the residential consumers came in at about uh, $200 million. Um, so as I mentioned, for, for next month, that looks like at about $0.02.5 cents a kilowatt hour of additional charge on the bill. For an average um, household, an average usage, that works out to about $15. Now, of course, if half of the RO customers leave, then in principle, that bill would go from 15 to $30 a month and you know could go up further um, were more to leave as well. And that, you know, for some that that isn't an issue, um, but, you know, there are many people for whom that is a, a really, you know, will make a big impact on their budgets or will maybe be um, unaffordable. Not to mention if enough people decide to to just leave entirely and maybe transfer over to a competitor, you would imagine that just just other rates and service fees would then go up to try to compensate, making charges overall become more inflated. I want to I want to get some clarification on that. And I have some more questions for you because this is just an absolute 
absolute mess, but we do need to take a short break. So we'll be right back in about three minutes. We're talking about Albertans on this regulated power plan that are now going to see their bill increase starting April 1st over the course of about 20 months. Uh, I would love to get your feedback on this, Ched Nation. 780-496-0063. We're talking about it with Dr. Sarah Hastings-Simon, and we'll be back in three minutes. Some changes now being made for uh, for Albertans and our electricity bills. So if you have a regular rate option, RRO, uh, for your electricity, the UCP had formerly had a cap on that for Albertans, but they're lifting that cap starting April 1st. So now any money that you might have saved, you're going to have to pay back unless you call and get onto a fixed rate. Uh, we're talking about it right now with Assistant Professor at the Department of Physics and Astronomy and School of Public Policy Director. Uh, she also has a Master's of Science in Sustainable Energy Development at University of Calgary, Dr. Sarah Hastings-Simon. Uh, Dr. Hastings-Simon, that is a that is a long title. Thank you so much for sticking <laughs> around and, uh, and waiting it out to, to keep this conversation going. There's not a lot of sympathy right now that's coming in from other listeners right now on our, on our live text line. Some people saying, look, it was made very clear on your bills if you were on the RRO. And that's a big part of this conversation is was this was this hidden or not so uh, what do you think i mean was this something that was information that was made available to albertans or not so i think the the biggest issue for me is the albertans who are not able to leave right and i think there's you know there's probably some room for fair debate about those that you know chose to stay on the ro um and you know what what responsibility they have there of course you know it is I think that the electricity system and pricing system can be quite confusing, but there are a significant number of Albertans who are not eligible under the current system to leave the RRO, even if they had wanted to switch to a fixed rate that would have been cheaper, um, even if they had called around and tried to do so, they would not have been allowed to do so. And so I don't think that, you know, there that, that these folks should be held responsible from obviously from a fairness perspective. I don't think that it's, you know, it's not fair that they be held responsible for paying back this bill all on their own. Um, and also from an affordability perspective, you know, these are the some of the people that can least afford this cost. And that's where, you know, from a policy design question, um, that's kind of the biggest issue that I think really needs to be fixed um, with the policy that as it stands today. Yeah, not fair, especially if this was something that wasn't clearly communicated, which, uh, you know, as I'm seeing right now on, on our text line from our listeners, okay, that's, that's a debatable part of this is how clearly it was explained. Uh, I'm wondering why it is that you can phone and get on a fixed rate and then not have to pay that money back at all. I mean, if that was money that you were saving, then shouldn't shouldn't we all be sort of in the same situation? I mean, was this just poorly designed and poorly planned? What am I missing here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's the based on the way that it was designed, right? And there is no way to sort of force people to stay on the RRO. Um, you know, one one thing um, is that if the cost of electricity hadn't been quite so high, uh, you know, and, and they had stayed below the cap, then of course there wouldn't be costs to pay back. Um, and so we wouldn't be in this situation. So, you know, it's possible that um, government was betting on, on, you know, prices not actually rising that high. Of course they did. Um, and so under the design as it stands, yeah, it's just, it, you know, people are able to leave and they're able to leave the bill behind other than those who are not able to leave and who had, you know, no choice in the matter. And they're the ones that are really stuck um, with, with the current situation. So let's just be really clear then which customers this this um, applies to. This is customers that are with Epcor and any other competitor or is it just that one big company? So 
it's anybody that is on the regulated rate option, um, and that will be a d- different providers in different parts of the province. Um, but on your bill, you know, it would say it'll say RRO, um, and basically, if you haven't signed a contract um, for electricity, then you're on that RRO. Is there is there conversation about an alternate to uh, this program, something maybe to replace an RRO or something uh, a better option? So, I mean, there are these other options. There are the competitive options. You know, government has made some comments um, previously about, you know, looking at potentially phasing out the RRO, which was, you know, originally intended somewhat as a transitionary policy, if you go back to, you know, um, quite a while ago now when it was implemented. Um, But the the sort of issue that's been created now in this bill that's sitting there, um, you know, there's really, as far as, as I can see it, there's really only kind of two options, right? Either, um, you know, government kind of um, basically pays the bill and, and essentially that means spreads it across, you know, uh, everybody, um, or they leave it as it is and, and leave it on the customers that remain on the RRO. Um, and that, again, means just leaving it only on those low-income Albertans that can't afford to, to leave. And that really doesn't, you know, that's that's not a good policy approach. Okay. Dr. Hastings-Simon, thank you so much for your time and for your explanation. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. All right, Dr. Sarah Hastings-Simon, Assistant Professor of the Department of Physics and Astronomy and School of Public Policy Director out of the University of Calgary.